Welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan and Mike the Grizz. Where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, as a matter of fact, and we're sitting here on, we have a couple of very important people on the line with this. So uh, I'm sure we'll be talking a little bit about some fly fishing. But uh, right now, we'd just like to uh, introduce Frank from his and hers fly shop, Frank Shelby, down in uh, Southern California. And uh, uh, say hi, Frank. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Okay. I talk about both bass fishing fresh and the conventional and fly. Well, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff today. Yeah, I know. But uh, his and hers fly shop, it sounds like there's someone else involved besides you. My wife. Yes. And does she fly? And does she fish? She fly fishes and she hikes more and she fly fishes. She likes <laughs> to go to Montana, places like that, and hike in 10 miles before Whoa. we start fishing. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, when you if you if you go fishing someplace and there's a couple of dozen Winnebago's parked next to the to the lake, you're probably not in the right place. You got it. <laughs> so, but if you want to hike in, there are you know that's the the beauty, of especially in the West, but in the United. I guess it was Teddy Roosevelt that kind of got started the national park system. Yeah. But we are so blessed with what we have. Oh yes, yeah. there's. There's so many great places to go and get away from everybody, and it only takes 15 or 20 minutes right. to walk. Well, and I'll tell you what, the fish don't live in ugly places. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I can't 100% agree with that because I've had a lot of fun on some of the local yeah. Saltwater estuaries running freshwater in for bass fishing along the California coast. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's a little different kind of bass, but we'll talk about that. No, Any, freshwater bass, largemouth bass. Along the coast? On the coast. Huh, okay. L.A. Hmm. Hmm. and uh, actually Newport. Okay. Well, Frank, we're gonna we're up against a break right now, but you're gonna be there when we come back and talk about bass fishing. We're gonna see if we can get Bar, uh, Mark Lassane from Bass, the editor of Bass Angler Magazine, on, and we can talk all about it. Okay. So stay right there. You're listening to Fish Talk Hunt Radio. We'll be right back. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard-shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan and Mike the Grizz. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have our co-host today is Frank Selby from His and Hers Fly Shop. Fly Fishing, is that what it is, Frank? His and Hers Fly Fishing. And we have the uh, Mark Lassane, who is the publisher, editor, copywriter, staff writer, um, uh, janitor at uh, um, Bass Angler Magazine. Yeah, on the uh, on the water, and by the way. If uh, if we could let you guys talk for a few minutes, I'd that would appreciate it. Sure. When did you start bass fishing, Marco? Uh, you know, I started. I caught my first bass when I'm when I was thirty. So I've been doing it almost thirty years now. Uh, you know, I caught my first bass when I was just pretty much hooked on uh, just just the whole allure of it. Because you know, you're always using artificials to catch them. So it's all about tricking that fish into thinking uh, you're throwing something that they want to eat. You know, and bass are just a you know an omnivorous eater. You know, they pretty much eat anything that'll fit in their mouth. So, not all the time, you know. Sometimes they're pretty picky. So, you know, that's what, I mean, that's what makes it fun. That's all about fishing. It's, it's just the challenge. Trying yeah. to pull them. Yeah, I use a crawdad pattern that we uh, Gracie developed, and I also used when I was a kid and I it's the late '40s. I started fishing bass with cellophane. And Daisy corks and made poppers out of them. Fished really? little, little lakes, ponds, really on the farms. I'd be taken out of the orphanage on Friday down to my uncle's, 
and I would sneak off and go to all the ponds around there with an old bamboo. I think it was only seven foot bamboo, and uh, I would catch a tons of bass. I was a what you call a dumpster digger. That's that's yeah. on a budget. Tell yeah, well, I was poor. I didn't have money. It was hard enough to get sex, my oh, poppers yeah. or jigger, jitterbugs. I found a jitterbug, and I caught my first double-digit bass on a plug. Oh, wow. And uh, I kept it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get it stuffed, but I still have an old black-and-white photograph of it. I was living high on the hog. And oh, wow. To, yeah. to this day, a lot, of people, I, a lot of people, you know, dream of catching that double-digit bass. You know, it's an it's a elusive, uh, elusive weight. Yeah. And the pond wasn't even three and a half acres. I think it was the only bass in that pond, honestly, because I never got another <laughs> bite all day. He was definitely king of the pond. Yeah. Uh, but I used to take... Uh, Beer cans, I I used everything, and I would go at, after Easter and go pick up every piece of cellophane three blocks around the orphanage. And then I would do, get in bed at night, Tommy Thompson and me would get under the sheet and tie flies and jigs. <laughs> wow. I have, you know what? I've never caught, a bat, never caught a bass, never caught a fish on a fly rod. Uh, it's the exact same thing. It's just as fun. I do the hall shows all the time, and I have a ball doing the bass thing. I think that's my favorite thing to do. I'm known for saltwater, but I love largemouth bass fish. Yeah, that's cool. Is it hard to learn how to fly fish? I mean, does it take very long to uh, to, to get the, the casting? You know, it looks to me like the casting. Can you spin fish? Can you, What's that? Can you, I, yeah, I fish with spin rods all the time, sure. If you can spin fish, you can fly fish in less than five minutes. Really? Okay. Yeah. Where do you live? What town? I live in California. I live in, uh, you know, in the Bay Area. Okay. If you ever get down to Newport, come in. I'll take you out. We'll go run over to my little favorite little pond, and I guarantee you I can get you on a bass in less than two casts. On a Wow. No. <laughs> on a fly. A product. Uh, I'll have to take you up on that. We'll go. We're gonna do a Facebook Live thing and just to <laughs> see, see if you can get me on a bass at two cast. That's that'd be crazy. I will. I would bet you a whole day out on the boat, saltwater fly fishing. Or can you use conventional and I'll use fly. If you yeah. don't get a bass on two, I will take you out into the ocean and you do conventional. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll take you up on that. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're right now we're, in, we're starting to transition into fall, and, you know, things are starting to happen. The water's just starting to cool off here. You know, I mean, I'm in California, so water's just starting to cool off, and these fish are just starting to move up. We're at, we're at Clear Lake, actually, today, and we've been catching about 30, 40 fish a day. It's been, uh, it's been pretty good. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I I like to just go to the local little ponds around here in the evening when I get off work and catch three or four or five bass. And uh, I still, I think because I grew up on that for about 10 years and nothing but catching bluegill, uh, sun perch, and crappie and bass, 
I've always that's probably my first love. And I enjoy yeah, it. you know, yeah, for me, I mean, I just, you know, obviously, I love bass fishing. I'm, you know, I fish a couple hundred days a year, and I own a bass fish magazine, so I'm kind of all involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, everybody has a little favorite fish they love to catch. Oh sure. And you know, I, I don't care how you catch it if it's conventional bait. Or fly, it doesn't matter as long as we're having fun. And that's the funniest thing about it. You can have different politics, different religion, but when you're fishing, you, you, that goes out the window. All of, all of it is is what, how, how, what are you using, or what am I using? How much fun it is to do. <clears throat> exactly. You know, that's uh, it. You really get to know a person when you spend a day in a boat with them. You know, I mean, my yeah. boat's 21 feet long. So, you know, you're like 15 feet away from the person all day long. So you kind of get to know somebody, you know, after you fish eight hours with them. It's, uh, you know, it's really, really a cool experience. Hey, Mark, know, everybody from likes, Mark, all different walks of Mark, life. Mark, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, when you're, um, you know, a, a tournament professional bass angler, now if you're out in the middle of the ocean looking for tuna or marlin, a lot of it has to do with, you know, just blind luck. And, you know, what you're using makes a difference, and if you know what you're doing, that helps a lot. But it seems as though the professional bass anglers, uh, they really know what they're doing. How important, you know, is it to win a tournament, um, you know, what as far as developing the knowledge and, and how to catch fish? I don't know if that's really a question or not, but, you know, I've always thought that, well, it, you know, it, you know fishing, it's... You know, uh, so it, it's kind of like, I think you're kind of asking, you know, are you, is it, can I win at a tournament lucky, you know? Or yes, it, that's it, a question. You know, yeah. I'm a, it, it's like 95% skill. You yeah. know, once in a while you get lucky and get a big one. But most of the tournaments we fish are, are two days long, right? So you can get lucky one day and catch a couple of big ones, you know, but you can't really get lucky two days in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, you really have to, you really have to uh, kind of figure them out. and. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, the skill factor, once you do it for a while, you kind of develop, um, you develop a kind of an inner sense to where the bass are. So, I mean, uh, you know, like, for instance, we're on Clear Lake today. Well, what we found is that these fish are in, like, three to five foot of water on the docks, and they're right next to the pilings. So, we're throwing a jig and a drop shot, and you have to throw it right next to the piling on the shady side. And that's where that's where the majority of the fish are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, throughout the day, you you know, you do experiment and you, you figure that out. But it's kind of one of those things. So, so next time I come up in, I come up to Clear Lake, it's early September. Uh, it's warm out. And I'm going to go. Okay, well, I'm going to go try that. Go fish the pilings on the shady side, right next to the pilings, mm-hmm. and see how that works. And you kind of put that in your memory bank. And you know, every time you go fishing, you put a little bit in your memory bank, and mm-hmm. you uh, just keep keep. Building and building until uh, you get a good uh, a good amount of knowledge to almost okay. where you can catch them at any lake on you know any time of the year. Okay, well we're coming up to the end of uh, this segment. We're going to have to take a break, but let's talk a little bit about uh, Bass Angler Magazine in, in about ten seconds. Yeah, you know what? We have a, a great magazine filled with how-to information. Okay, the, Bass the, Angler the, Magazine. The, uh, the website is BassAnglerMag.com. BassAnglerMag.com. Uh, We're going to have to go. Uh, BassAnglerMag.com. Thank you. Appreciate it, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Fishing. 
The best wing shooting is in Nayarit, Mexico. It's absolutely incredible and is only $2,650 U.S. per person. Includes four nights lodging, three days hunting, all meals, non-alcoholic beverages, transportation, bird boys, cleaning and packing of all birds. You'll even be provided, free of charge, a quality shotgun over and under or automatic, either a Beretta or Browning, three cases of shotgun shells. Even the tips are included. Bird season starts soon, so book your adventure today. Contact support at thegrizzgear.com. That's support at thegrizzgear.com. Or call 434-953-8598. That's 434-953-8598. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with Mike the Grizz and John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have our co-host today is uh, Frank uh, from his and hers fly shop, Frank Shelby, down in uh, Southern California. And then we also have a line with this Ted, who is, I'm not sure what, uh, what his position is with soft science footwear, uh, but I'm a huge fan. And we're going to be talking a little bit about that. But Ted also lives in Boise, Idaho. So if you live up there, obviously, you know, if you get out uh, once in a while. <laughs> yeah, the great thing about Boise is that, yeah, it's, uh, it's up there. But, you know, even... Uh, most times of the year, you can still get outside, can't you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, realistically, 
you know, we don't have that harsh of winters. Last year was an exception. You know, we got we got pounded just like, uh, you know, California did. We got mm-hmm. all that storm surge that came up from there, which was which was great because we really did need the moisture to fill the reservoirs up and that type of thing. But more, more often than not, it's very mild winter and uh, we don't get a lot of snow. Most of it melts off, you know, after uh, after the sun comes up. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can fish you know, uh, quite late into the fall, you know, and early into the spring, you know. Um, so most people might think that it's, you know, snowy and cold the whole time up here. Now, obviously, there's parts of the state that it is like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, in the surrounding Treasure Valley here within two hours of Boise, it's 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 still pretty accessible up until probably about November. You know yeah. what I mean? After that, it's 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 kind of then you got to kind of switch over to ice fishing after that once the once the lakes and the ponds really? and the and things freeze. Yep. Well, I know that you're not that far from northern Nevada, and there are some, you know, believe it or not, there there are some um, some pretty good fishing down there, mainly because nobody ever goes there. I mean, you go out to, what's that uh, lake I went to, Trophy Lake I went out to many years ago, and I think the entire lake was, you know, it must have been seven miles across, but there's only one other person, one other group up there fishing uh, because it's it's pretty remote. But from you, you know, it might be a couple hours max. But and then when you go the other direction, you get up in the Sawtooth Mountain Range and, and uh, um, you know, over to the Salmon and, and up that way. It is, uh, you know, it's a whole completely different thing. And there's got some pretty incredible fishing up there. Well, even even here, you know, it's not uncommon for a lot of people to have a you know multi-state license because, you know, from here to go over to fish buoy ten and take advantage of uh, the salmon fishery over there, well, yeah. or fish for or fish for walleye, or go sturgeon mm-hmm. fishing. Uh, Portland's only a six-hour. I say only by Western terms, that's not that far. You know what <laughs> no. I mean? So uh, we don't we don't think about it too much. You know, if it's a couple-hour drive, it's not that big a deal. But a <laughs> yeah. uh, six-hour drive no. over to Portland, yeah. it's pretty much just a yeah, straight freeway finished. shot. Yeah, it is, it is a little different, but uh, of course you can live in, uh, in uh, Los Angeles, and it's a three-hour drive to go twenty miles. <laughs> but uh, I was going to uh, say it's all, it's all relative. I've, I've drove yeah. plenty in, in L.A. and sucker into traffic, so I'd rather at least be uh, yeah. moving down the road, right? Yeah, exactly. How, how far are you from the Little Salmon? Uh, from the Little Salmon, not far. It's uh, you know from Boise here. You're. It, the, the, the challenge we have out here is the roads. You just don't have a real direct route to get there, you know. So really, yeah. as the crow flies, it's not that far, but it's more of a, uh, a roundabout way that you have to get there. I mean, even even to go up to Coeur d'Alene, which is, which is yeah. phenomenal fishing and some beautiful country, it's still about an eight-hour drive, maybe nine, depending on which way you go, um, because you can go out and around and through Oregon and Washington on the freeway, and you're going, you're traveling more miles, but the, the, the drive time's about the same as going straight up through the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little windy road all the way up, you lose a lot of people on that road. Yeah, and it's just one of those things that just slows you down just because you just, you know, you're getting behind trucks and people with yeah. motor homes and things of that nature. So it's just not a real easy way to get there. But, uh, you know, within Boise itself, there's it's a lot of reservoir fishing because most of this is uh, oh, uh, Snake River. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, you. Are there still some sloughs there that you can catch the trout in? Used to, uh, we're going back 40 years. I used to go visit my wife's dad in Boise. Her brother still lives there. We used to fish the sloughs for trout right, right almost 
in town. Now town's out another 20 miles. But are there still sloughs that have the trout in it like they used to? Absolutely. And I think that's one of the biggest appeals is I've, I've got, I know people that come here on business that's not in the fishing industry and they'll bring their fly rods with them because they get done with a meeting and run down to the river and go fishing for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it's just, we have a beautiful resource right in our backyard. And I was down at one of the fly shops here locally, uh, Angler's Habitat here in Meridian, uh, which is just outside of Boise. And I was in talking to those guys and he showed me a beautiful brown trout that he had just caught uh, just, just right down here on the river. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, there's some beautiful brown trouts there too. Yeah. Well, of course, the Snake is, you know, is uh, is a pretty good sized river, and it runs, you know, not through the middle of Boise, but it's right close by, isn't it? Absolutely. So it starts yeah. over, you know, where, you know, uh, everybody's I'm sure familiar with, you know, the Henry's Fork, and then all oh, of yeah. that, and then, you know, so that's where all of that starts from. Oh, and that's, comes, a, that's comes, well, Henry's Fork is in Montana, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's right on the border, basically, mm-hmm. of Idaho and Montana and Wyoming. It's, it's right up there in that corner um, mm-hmm. where all those states come together. And basically, that's the headwaters for everything. And as it feeds the snake and comes down through, mm-hmm. you know, it, it comes through the Snake River uh, Plain, just comes right through the, the, the south southern part of the state and makes the turn mm-hmm. up. And as, as soon as it hits over between Oregon and Idaho, that's where Hell's Canyon is. And that's where that oh, that's where Hell's Canyon was yeah. started. Yeah. And that feeds all the way up into the Columbia. And that's what's wow. the dividing line between Idaho, you know, and Oregon and Washington. So mm-hmm. that whole thing feeds right up through there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's if something on your bucket list, well, I'll tell you, you and, and, the, and, your, and your listeners, I mean, if you ever get an opportunity to take a jet boat ride up the Hell's Canyon, yeah. uh, just say yes. Because okay. it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's some of the most beautiful, yeah. you know, country you'll ever see in your life. Well, you mentioned something that I thought was interesting as a Coeur d'Alene, which is at the very tip of northern Idaho, you know, almost up by the Canadian border. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the Snake River, I guess, starts, the tributaries start up there and then flow down to the Snake and then into Columbia. And it travels probably a thousand miles. I don't know. But the, uh, the interesting thing is Coeur d'Alene is only 1,200 feet above sea level. Yeah, and it's and it's, but it's just you know all the all the forest and everything that's there and all the timber that's there just mm-hmm. makes for just an idyllic setting. You know, you just you go out there and and um, you know you're on the lake and it's a big body of water. They used to do uh, back during World War II. They did uh, testing for submarines up there. Oh, interesting. And yep, yep. And so uh, it's very deep. It's it's, it's okay. tremendously deep. I think it's over a thousand feet in some places. Oh, it is. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's so there's so they that's, to have so that's that, obviously it's a natural lake then. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. But anyway, before we run out of time, we want to talk about your day job. Okay. And we had John not too recently, and we're talking about uh, footwear. And whether it's uh, a rod, a reel, or whatever it is, when you buy the right equipment, uh, it lasts you know, and and uh, it's always worth the investment. Sometimes it costs a little more, but fortunately, what you guys do is not expensive. But as a matter of fact, I'm wearing a pair right now. I don't know what you call them. They got laces on them, but I kind of slip into them. It's um, soft science footwear, and just phenomenal, phenomenal. Every you know, I've I've uh, you know, people are always asking me about it, and I've given many pair away. And, you know, everybody has always says the same thing. But the the technology, I guess, is what it is that you put into it. Uh, just they're just so comfortable. And, you know, I put them on and I will wear them for two weeks in it straight and then throw them in the washer. But uh, 
um, give us a quick idea about the design of the soft science. We've only got about a minute or two left. Well, you know, at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's, it's how lightweight they are. All of our shoes weigh between uh, 6 to 10 ounces. Uh, the, that's the heaviest shoe we have. So if you think about that, they're just light as a feather. And so that just really creates that, that light, nice feeling on your foot. Very wide footbed, too. So the wide, wider footbed mm-hmm. allows those toes to spread out, which is more of a natural position for your feet. So your mm-hmm. feet are just more comfortable in general. So if you're standing on the deck of a boat all day, yeah. like most of us do, I like to stand up and fish. I'm not a sit-down-and-fish kind of guy. Um, whether you be in a fly fishing environment using our wading shoe, the terrafin, or standing up on the deck of a boat um, all day long, uh, it just gives you that comfort in your, your knees, your hips, your back. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, all of that feels a lot better because you're, you're, with, with the level last system we have built into the shoe, it puts the spine and all your joints in, in, in more alignment. Yeah, that, which, uh, that insert that you have is, is incredible. Yeah. Uh, and so you combine the lightweight with the uh, the price. All the shoes retail for under a hundred dollars. Um, you know, it's 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 a, it's a great opportunity to your point to have some great equipment on your feet um, mm-hmm. because I don't know too many people that don't uh, have feet issues unless you're you're uh, you know what I mean. A lot of people have have issues with standing and, and have joint pain and things of that nature. And this really helps. Well, I'll tell pain. you what. If you want to be happy, your feet have to be happy. It's just like your wife. Happy, yeah. happy wife, happy life, right? Yeah. You got it. <laughs> That's right. You know, that reminds me of some years ago when I was fishing in, in, uh, in Cabo, you know, on a, on a ponga. The, the captain, I swear, his feet were as wide as they were long. I don't think he ever wore a pair of shoes in his life. And he certainly didn't have any on then. But, man, I was, I was, it, was, it was just incredible. But... You know, because most people have, you know, when they put shoes on, they get all cramped up and, you know, and curly toes and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, you, you know, you, you maintain it, but it's almost like not having to wear shoes. No, actually, that's and that's what you hear a lot of, too. You know, and so you've got people that have flat feet and wide feet, and, mm-hmm. you know, all of these, all of the above. And then. You know, we go to trade shows and we go to places when I'm out seeing customers, you know, you put a pair on, on, a, on someone's feet and they're just like, wow, holy, you can just see that they have that yeah. aha moment. They have that aha moment <laughs> there you put go. the shoes on. They're like, oh, okay. this is incredible. So, yeah. All right. Well, Ted, we're going to have to wrap it up real quick. Sure. I believe is it softscience.com? That's correct. Softscience.com. Okay. Yeah. You can get all the information there. And also, you guys once in a while have specials on for some of the stuff that you got going on. So uh, check out the website, and there's some great deals on there. And uh, trust me, if you don't like them, I'll refund the money. But uh, anyway, uh, Ted, we appreciate that. We're going to have to wrap it up. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and appreciate you tuning in. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. 
If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877 tuna to find out how affordable world class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877 tuna If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with Mike the Grizz and John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, as a matter of fact, and we're sitting here on, we have a couple of very important people on the line with this. Uh, our co-host today is uh, uh, Frank Selby from His and Hers Fly Shop, and right now we have Eddie Dummeru from Van Warmer Resorts in the East Cape of Baja, California, sir. And I'll tell you what, if you have never been there, you got to go. East Cape has become kind of actually world famous for the fishing and the resorts are incredible. We don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it, but um, the Van Warmer Resort started off, uh, um, let me see, uh, Chacha's family has owned it for how long? Hey, John, how you doing, buddy? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, they, <laughs> the, the Van Warmers have actually owned it since the uh, since the 50s, you know, um, and, uh, you know, her brother, Chacha's brother was the one who started it. And uh, and then when, when he passed away, uh, Chacha and her husband, Bob, uh, took mm-hmm. over the operations in late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. Well, the, it's called uh, the, the stretch of Beach that you're on, I believe it's called the uh, Bay of the Palms. But Correct. It, it's about five or seven miles 
miles of just beautiful sandy beach with crystal water. That uh, what's the water temperature down there right now, Eddie? We're in the low 80s right now, oh, okay. um, so it's still very warm. Uh, water very, very, uh, uh, you know, not a whole lot of waves action. So there, you know, it's very swimmable beaches. You know, some of the places in Cabo, um, you know, the water gets a little rough, and they don't like you going out, especially on the Pacific side. But on yeah. our side, since we're on the on the Cortez mm-hmm. side, very calm, uh, hardly any waves at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if you're prone to motion sickness, you're going to be fine in the East Cape. Yeah, well, and the thing is about the water. I mean, you can. You know, I said you can you can throw a quarter in thirty feet of water and almost read the date. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Very clear water, which makes it great. Which is why it's, it's become such a big uh, snorkeling and diving uh, location, you know, mm-hmm. especially with Cabo Pomo, the uh, National uh, Marine Reserve there in Mexico, which yeah. you're not allowed to fish in, but it's a great place to go snorkeling or diving. But the visibility can, is just crystal clear. But you can fish around the edges. You, yeah, we do. And we right around the edges because the fishing is phenomenal there. The yeah. fish seem to know that they're protected uh, inside that reserve, and they tend oh, yeah. to, to congregate in there and kind of make fun of us from the well, uh, from the inside. Now, <laughs> I, I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, the Cabo Pulmo is the only living coral reef in North America? Correct. That is correct. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the only living coral reef in North America, and uh, it's uh, very, very much protected by the uh, Mexican government. Um, right. You know, uh, you don't want to mess with that, and uh, they'll, they'll take pictures of your boat. They'll confiscate your gear and all that. So you want to stay right on the edges, but, uh, but not go in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now, what's happening? You've got uh, uh, two beautiful resorts in East Cape, uh, uh, obviously the Palmas de Cortez. And apply it a soul, but uh, um, you know I've been, you know I, I've stayed at both, but Palmas is certainly my favorite because it's such a a beautiful resort, you know, with the swimming pool, the pool bar, the uh, um, spa, the you know, and, and everything that you've got there. And then it's you know it's got an infinity pool where you just kind of look out and you're looking right in the ocean. Yeah, you know, the, the Van Warmers have done a great job. You know, the, the both hotels are located in Los Barillas, um, both family-owned by the Van Warmer family. We're only one hour north of the San Jose del Cabo Airport. Mm-hmm. So instead of, uh, you know, when you land, instead of going south 45 minutes, you come up north uh, an hour, and you'll be in the East Cape in Los Barillas. And yeah. uh, Palmas de Cortez is definitely our flagship hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done a lot of work there to uh, make it uh, uh, really a standout hotel in that area um, with, you know, luxury accommodations all the way down to cabanas where you can fit three to four guys in a room yeah. you want to save some money um, and then we're, this year we spent a lot of money um, redoing Playa del Sol and oh. uh, you know the, the Van Warmers have really put a lot of attention over there we've remodeled all the bedrooms in oh. there and uh, we remodeled the kitchen the dining area they're actually putting in a little club there where they're going to have pickleball um, they're going to have uh, an outdoor gym they're going to have uh, a, another bar out there and they're also putting in a jacuzzi so um, oh. they're going to make that like a little boutique hotel uh, right next door. It's still yeah. going to be about half the size as Palmas de Cortez, so it's going to be a little bit smaller, but yeah. um, very nice and very but it's, it's only about a, what, 100, 200 yards away? 
Yeah, I, I, I'd say about 300 yards uh, from, from Palma State Cortez. So, yeah, I mean, you can see if you're standing on one dock, you can see the other dock. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, each hotel does have its own dock out in front, and we do have the largest sport fishing fleet uh, that's privately owned in Mexico. Uh, so we have plenty of boats, uh, about 50 boats, a combination of Super Pongas, which are your yeah. center console skiff boats, and uh, your 28 to 32-foot cabin cruisers. Well, I, I, don't, um, I don't know if it's still true, but I remember some time ago hearing that you guys have more boats in your fleet than the Mexican Navy does. That's true. (laughs) That was the same there. And, you know, what what makes it a a unique experience as well, anywhere you go in the East Cape, is that the dock is right out front of the hotel. So you don't have to drive to the marina. You don't have to go uh, an hour to find your boat. It's perfect because you get up in the morning and you've got a fabulous restaurant with a fabulous breakfast, you know, and you get out there as the sun's coming up, having breakfast, uh, and, and the sunrise is incredible. It's almost better than a sunset. Anyway, the sunrise and all the boats are out there. You have breakfast and you just kind of stroll over to the dock and walk over and step on your boat and uh, and off you go. Yeah, it's really simple, you know, and and the nice thing is it's a private charter. You don't have to worry about a bunch of strangers being on the boat. So it's just you and your buddies. You get on the boat, you meet the captain and deckhand, then you go buy some bait, and then you tell them really what you're after if you're into Marlin or Tuna or Dorado or Wahoo, and then they go out there and try to catch it for you. And, uh, you know, it's a a great time for for the family and friends. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of guys will come down and spend, you know, four or five nights and fish three days in a row and then, Mm -hmm. you know, enjoy the property. And it really makes for a, a really great, family and friend bonding uh, type of uh, trip. Right. Well, uh, Frank and uh, and Eddie, I'll give you a, I'll give you a quick tip. The boat captains down there are very very accommodating. And frequently when you get on the boat, they'll ask you, you know, what what you want. But you know, people go down there and goes, "Oh, I want to catch a marlin or I want to catch a tuna." Well, if there are no marlin and there are no tuna, the boat captain will try his best to get it for you. So the best thing to do when you get on the boat is just say, I want to catch fish. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That is true. That's I always tell people uh, you should turn the question around on them and say, what should we be catching? What what yeah. have you been catching or what can we get? And mm-hmm. then, you know, go out there and just catch fish the first couple of days. And then and then maybe the last day you can get fish specific, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and say, hey, you know, we caught enough of this. Yeah. Let's, go, let's go for this now, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, I agree with you 100%, John. And I tell people that at the trade shows when we're out there. Um, I always say, hey, ask the captain what he's been catching because he's been out there fishing every day. You're just getting mm-hmm. there for your first day. You don't mm-hmm. know what's out there. Uh, ask him, what have you been catching? What do yeah. we have opportunities for? That way you're going to be fishing all day. Frank, have you ever been down there? Yeah. The one question I did want to ask him, uh, my wife likes to fish two, uh, you know, a couple days, and then she likes to go to all the things like the turtle uh the old turtle place and a couple other things yeah. down there. Yeah, that's where they, uh, when they have the turtle migration, where they lay their eggs yeah. and they all run out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have uh, guys that can take care of a couple women by the two guys like to go out and fish? Absolutely. Yeah. We have, a, you know, now we have an activities director there at Palma State Cortez. He can set. Um, you know, the, the, your wife up with, uh, you know, a lot of different activities ranging from, you know, a, a, a 
trip to the Zip spa line. to get a massage. Yeah. They can do uh, stand-up paddle boards. They can do kayaking. They can do ATV. They have jet skis, well, wave runners that they can rent. Um, we do do a turtle program where um, when, when people come down, we do uh, turtle releases right in front of the hotel. And that's starting right now, as a matter of fact. Oh. So it's going to be uh, basically from now all the way into November, um, we do the uh, turtle releases. So you, you could definitely be part of that. Uh, and there's a lot of different activities. You can do shopping excursions. You can go up to the waterfalls and uh, and, uh, and the hot springs. And uh, if, if, you're, if your wife wants to get together with a few other people, they can also go into Cabo and La Paz and, and check that out for a day and do some yeah. shopping um, or just some exploring. So there's a lot, a lot of different things that you can do. It, it used to be a, a small little fisherman town, but um, the town has really uh, grown up, in the, especially in the last 10 years. Um, so there's a lot of different things to do if you're not really that into fishing and you want other things well, to do besides fishing. While I, a lot of my buddies have wives. They like to fish a few days, and they want us to do a bunch of other stuff, and we still want to fish. You know how that sure. is. Sure. The only time I get to wear the pants in my family is when my wife's in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> but if I ask, I say, honey, can I go here or there? She always says yes. If I say I'm going, it'll be a cold day downstairs. <laughs> but, yeah, the, I think a lot of guys are, that would be ideal for mm-hmm. guys that their wives are both well, with them. Frank, let me, let me make a quick comment. I've been going to Cabo San Lucas every year, at least once a year, for more than 30 years. And when I first went down there, the population was about 20,000. It was a small basically fishing community. Um, But when you go to Los Bariles now, there are no timeshare salespeople. There's no graffiti. There's no gangs. You know, and it's just a really, you know, traditional small Mexican city, and it's it, it, it really is. Uh, um, you know, the city itself is not that big. It might be twice as big as it was twenty years ago, but that's that's still not very big. Yeah, yeah no, you know, and I and I refer to it a lot to people. I always say, you know, it's the Mayberry of Baja California. It's a small little town. Uh, you know, you can walk at, at twelve midnight, and it's super safe. You don't have to worry yeah. about. You know, anything happening to you. Uh, everyone there is yeah. super friendly. Uh, okay. You walk into a restaurant well, and they're Eddie, you, hugging you. Eddie, we're going to have to wrap it up. So sure. uh, in order to re- come down and see you, guy. oh, shoot, we didn't even get to talk about the tuna tournament. Ah, October 28th, Tuna Shootout. That's going to be our next big tournament. So if anybody okay. wants to come down, we still have a few spots available. Okay. Well, and you can see that at bandwarmerresorts.com or you can call us at 877-777-TUNA. Yeah, there you go. 877-77-TUNA. I can remember that. But uh, bandwarmerresorts.com, that, uh, that's a very affordable but very high prize money for the uh, 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 Tuna Shootout. Uh, we should have started on that earlier, but we got to go. Thank you, Eddie. Uh, Thank Frank, you, John. we'll be right back with you. All right. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. 
If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan and Mike the Grizz. Welcome back. This is John Hennigan, and uh, we've just been talking to Frank and Eddie from Van Wormer Resorts, but in the last segment, I meant to cover something, and we just got so carried away with what we were doing, I just kind of slipped my mind. But coming up uh, the end of October, what are the dates, Eddie? It's actually, uh, the tournament's going to be Saturday, October 28th, and it's the uh, fifth annual Tuna Shootout. It has the same kind of format that our other two tournaments that we had this year, the Dorado Shootout and the Wahoo Shootout, which is a one-day tournament, biggest fish, uh, heaviest fish, uh, wins the the grand prize. And Mm -hmm. this one coming up is the Yellowfin Tuna. So the biggest Yellowfin Tuna will win uh, approximately $21,000 based on 60 teams participating, which we normally get every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we have uh, optional jackpots, which uh, can also gross you close to sixty grand as well. So um, it's a nice tournament. Only five hundred dollar entry fee for the team, so you can get you know Whoa. three, four guys together, put a team together, five hundred bucks you're in, and uh, walk away with a lot of cash. Yeah, so you get five hundred for the boat, five hundred for the tournament. It's a couple hundred bucks a piece, and and you've got a shot at some big money. Um, but there's uh, there are some major tournaments. 
in in Baja. Of course, we got the uh, uh, the big uh, tournament in Cabo with Western Outdoor News at the beginning of November, which is very affordable compared to you know like the Bisbee Black and Blue. But you know on the Bisbee, if you want to go all in uh, with all the daily uh, you know the Calcutta sides, the tournament entry, the boat. I mean, you're talking like fifty grand. Seventy-one thousand last year was to get across the board in that wow. in that Bisbee tournament. You know, um, you know, even the East Cape Bisbee. You're talking about, you know, close to I think it's around seventeen grand to get in across the board, and uh, you know, the Western Outdoor News one as well. You know, but there's you know, big money to be won in those tournaments. Yeah. Um, you know, the the West the uh, I'm sorry, the Bisbee Cabo tournament, close to two million dollars in prize money. Um, you know, things yeah. like that. But, you know, you got to be rude. You got a lot of money to participate in those tournaments. And yeah. A lot of people who go home a lot poorer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't even count what you spend after you get off the boat. <laughs> yeah. So this is definitely an affordable, you know, like the Dorado shootout, for example, we had 141 teams participate in July in that tournament. And, you know, they took home uh, uh, about $130,000 in cash plus a $40,000 uh a pickup truck from Volkswagen that we Whoa. gave away four by four. So um, for the money and, and to get across the board in that tournament only cost you twenty three two thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. So you know it, it's definitely affordable for the average Joe. Yeah. Well, no, we're not talking about per person. That's per boat. Per boat, yeah, yeah. per team, yeah. and you can have four guys on a team. So yeah. it's definitely affordable. Yeah. No, that's what's great about it. And then uh, the tuna tournament, I guess, this covers all of uh, the East Cape or Los Bariles, but of course, it's headquartered at the Palmas de Cortez, correct? Correct. Yeah, we get a lot of local teams from La Paz and Cabo that come down to participate in it because, again, it's you know it's so affordable um, that we get a lot of entries uh, from from the local community, mm-hmm. and uh, we have a lot of people that come from all over the world and stay at the at the resorts, and they stay at Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and the neighboring hotels. They get a lot of business right. out of the tournaments as well because we can only hold so many people. Um, well, like speaking, for example, speaking of that, people that are listening now, if they if they want to try and jump on an airplane and get down there, um, I know. Rooms are are tight because of the tournament, uh, but is there still a chance you can put somebody up somewhere? Absolutely, yeah. We have a few rooms uh, available uh, over at Playa del Sol, and I believe I have one or two rooms still available at Palmas de Cortez, which mm-hmm. also means I have a few boats still available, Super Pongas and Cruisers Perfect. that are available. So we can definitely um, hook you guys up. And uh, you know, air- airfare right now is not that bad. You, you could fly from the from the West Coast for right around between three and four hundred bucks round trip. Oh, so it's shoot, not that's that bad. Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah really good. good. All right, we'll see you there. Uh, we're gonna, Absolutely. We're going we're gonna to have to let you go. Eddie, thanks again for uh, uh, taking the call. I know how busy you are, especially this time of the year. So, No, thank you that. guys for having me on. Okay. I really appreciate talking All right, to buddy. you guys. Okay, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com, and you can hear the whole show uh, as many times as you want. Thank you, Eddie, and thank you, Frank. No problem. 